Hi friends and welcome to Nourishing the Essential. This is Lucy and I have Madison Reeder here. She is a registered dietitian for the company Food Smart by Zapongo, formerly Zapongo. You can follow them on Instagram and on TikTok. You can also follow us under Nourishing the Essential on Instagram and TikTok as well. Please follow us and the hashtag FoodSmart by Zapongo for more information as we cover this series. We've talked to Madison about the glycemic index, um, also about fruits and vegetables. She talked a little bit about carbs and macros. We're gonna talk about the low-fat diet today. Thank you for being with us again. Yeah, of course. Anytime, I always love sitting and chatting with you, Lucy. This is great. So if we wanna talk about the low-fat diet, I'll kinda take it back a little bit and we'll talk about why that even exists why things are low fat so in the late 80s early 90s i think that's when this trend was at its peak that if we wanted to lose weight and stay healthy and cut calories we could cut out fat and that would make it a better option at least that's what science thought at the time the problem is when you take fat out of something so whether it's yogurt or milk or uh, and really anything, if you take fat out, then you have to add something else back in to make that item taste good. Right. So what's added back in to make it taste good is sugar. And the problem then with that is, yes, you have something that has less calories and has less fat, but now you've increased the amount of sugar and you've made something that wasn't necessarily a product high in carb now it is and if you aren't aware of that and then you're also eating other sugary items or items with carbs now you are you have elevated that sugar content that sugar amount that you're intaking way too much and that can lead to other issues too so on WIC, for example, if you are pregnant or are you, if you are nursing, you get something different. So you mm-hmm. get high fat yogurt and high fat um, milk, and then once the baby comes, you're on diet, mm-hmm. diet stuff, which I like to call it, low, yeah. the low fat diet yes. stuff, the not good stuff, yes. the sugary stuff. So if we're talking about that from a breastfeeding standpoint, the baby needs fat, I mean, Mm -hmm. if you look at any website that's talking about breastfeeding, they're talking about the fat content in that milk. And we all, you know, most of us are aware now that that's what's keeping your baby full. So Mm -hmm. if we take it back to ourselves, we need to be nourishing ourselves to nourish that baby. Right. What are what are we doing wrong here? Obviously, like we, you know, this is the item that we're provided by, you know, WIC, and we appreciate it. What can we do so that we're making sure that that milk is fatty too? Because obviously we're on a low-fat milk and yogurt. We can't fix that, but what can we fix in ourselves? So when you're on those low-fat type of dairy products, I think there's a couple different ways that you can combat that, either by um, adding fat in in other ways, depending right. on what you're getting. So mm-hmm. can you give me an example of like what you're normally getting for sure. your fat items? So um, you can uh, get avocados if you have vegetables, which we talked about, mm-hmm. you know, that that's, mm, that's a little more expensive. Little we have cheese mm-hmm. and we have eggs. Um, let's see, the milk and the yogurt mm-hmm. will be reduced. Um we have beans and rice, if mm-hmm. eaten together, are going to be that iron, but yeah. 
Are the beans are the beans going to be any kind of a fat? Mm -hmm. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. So you'll get a little bit from that. You'll get a little bit from your protein sources too. So things okay. like eggs and your like any any other type of animal protein that you'll get, okay. you'll get some fat from that as well. And I think that's important to, to think about while those are, those are your proteins. You think of those when you think of like building muscle and staying right. strong, there's also some fat there. So making sure that you're sort of pairing these things together so that right. the nutrients that do exist there can work together. That's really important. And that's something really good to think about too, as um, a lot of our elders have um, been put on low-fat diets um, mm -hmm. as they get older, maybe develop diabetes, and they've gone to a doctor who says, okay, it's time, you need to be on a low-fat diet. And mm -hmm. then, as every television show in the 90s will yeah. tell you, they're ticked because they can't use that butter, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah, the I can't believe it's not butter is a, you know, is a thing of the past now because everybody knows how beneficial that fat can be. Right. And, you know, I, I understand how some people are told by their doctors that they need to watch their weight and they need to, you know, be more active, but the way to do it isn't by, you know, cutting that fat out. It right. is important. So adding it in however you can and pairing it with your, with what you're given, those low fat items mm -hmm. can be really important. So we also have peanut butter on the list for WIC, but I just really want to point out that the peanut butter that is paid for by WIC is very high in sugar. Yes. So I love peanut butter, but when I was using it on WIC, I thankfully had the knowledge that this wasn't just peanuts and oil. It was peanuts and oil and lots of sugar. So yes. I used it as a dessert. So That's if, great. if you think about it that way, you, you still can use what you have, but you just have to think of it as not your main source of protein and fat. Right, and I think with nut butters in general, we have been taught over time, it's very well advertised in the media that that is a great source of protein and fat and that will keep you full. But like Lucy just said, if it's really high in sugar, that's not the case. So really make sure that you read that label so that you're not being misinformed there. Mm -hmm. And something that you think has high fat and high protein is going to help to keep you full may not necessarily do that. That's a really great call out. Well, and the last thing I wanna talk about about fat is when we look at fats on the back of a nutrition label, mm -hmm. and those of you who are on SNAP, you know that anything that has a nutrition label is going to be covered by SNAP, and if it's not, then it's not going to be covered. So your supplements and things like that, if you can find a supplement that is covered, mm -hmm. um, you know, a lot of a lot of us like to use uh, protein mixes. Mm -hmm. So as we're looking at proteins and fats together, what is a fat? So we're looking at trans fats and saturated fats and all this verbiage that we don't want to deal with. We just want to eat, right? Because we've been hungry yes. a long time. <laughs> so yes. tell us about this. That is a really great call. And it is really confusing. Not only do we have to figure out what fats are, but now we have to break it down yeah. into these three additional <laughs> categories. You know, it's like, why can't nutrition be simpler? But yeah. I'll, I'll break it down for you in a much, much easier way. So your... You have your trans fats, your saturated, and your unsaturated. So the unsaturated fats are the ones you want to gravitate towards the most. Your trans fats are fats that are combined together and they're not made in nature. So we want to stay away from those as much as we can. And a lot of companies are trying to steer away from that as well because there's a lot of research out there that shows how unhealthy those things are. 
your unsaturated fats, the reason that they're your best option is because your body doesn't have to do as much work to break it down. So when we talked about carbs, this is like one of my, my favorite analogies and it works in a lot of different ways, but if you think of your nutrients, so your fat, if you think of that like a train car, your body only wants to do so much work to break that down and turn it into energy. So if you have a lot of train cars, that's mm -hmm. a lot more things to break down. Mm -hmm. The shorter chain is the best thing that you can do. It's less work. So that's what your unsaturated fat is. For your saturated, it's a longer chain it's a longer train car and it's just a lot of work for your body to actually use it for energy. So if it's too much work, I mean, I know if I have too much work, I'm probably going to procrastinate, put it <laughs> off and do it later. <laughs> right. And your body is the same. If it's too much work, it's going to just store it as fat and not mm. use it as the energy that your body needs. Right. And that's good to think of it that way too is, is, energy. I mean, yeah. that's, that's what your, your body is and what your body is doing there. And so it's important to think about these things as you might have, um, you know, access to low fat products on WIC after pregnancy, or if your doctor is having you or one of your elders go on a low fat diet. Um, these are things that can help you as you're looking at what you're buying. Um, just becoming more aware of what is available to you is also important. And the, the more aware that we are of what we have to eat and when we have to eat it um, can just make a really big difference in our lives. So continue to do what you're doing, guys. Um, follow us. Make sure that you're um, subscribed so that you can see when we have a new episode. We're going to be hearing more from Maddie. And keep going as you're going. What you're doing is good. You are essential. Bye. Hi friends, Lucy here. Please make sure you're following or subscribing to our podcast on your platform of choice. Also, please take a minute to review and rate our podcast. This helps us to gain more followers and show up in more searches. In this way, we can help more people. Thank you so much for what you are doing in your life to help those around you. You are essential.